So we're going to do something a little bit different today that we have not done in a while. And we are taking a question from the community. If you've been around here for a while, if you've listened to hundreds of the episodes that we have here, you'll know that we did a segment for a while where I was taking a question that we would have in our podcast, Facebook community, or from another online community that I'm a part of. And I just found this question to be so, so good because it's also great for a beginner podcaster, someone in the middle, and it's just kind of one of those like fantasy role-playing questions. So I'm going to give you the question. Are you ready? The question is, if someone gave you money to grow your podcast, how would you use it? That is what we're getting into today, so let's get right to it. Welcome to The Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcasts. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of podcasting, think of this show as the time-saving shortcut you've been looking for. So let's get right to it, shall we? So first of all, I just love this question so, so much because I am what you would call a dreamer. I like to sit around and think about like the big vision for my podcast, for my business, for my life. I love setting goals. I love just kind of asking these what if scenarios. Um, oh my gosh, hang on one second. I just said scenarios and I usually say scenarios and now my husband, okay, this is literally a running joke in our household, is do you say scenario or scenario? And I guess we've talked about it so many times that it just came out. Okay, like total inside joke. Like just Let's just move on. Like it happened. But I prefer to say scenario. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to hear it. I'm going to hear about it. I'm just I'm warning, I'm warning myself now that uh, maybe maybe my husband Seth won't listen to this episode, which to be honest, he really doesn't listen to any of them. So don't tell him, okay? If you're listening to this and you know my husband, don't tell him that I said that. And don't tell my five-year-old either because he's pretty convinced that it's scenario, but he also leaves out the first C. So it's more like scenario. <laughs> like S-N-A-R-I-O, scenario. Anyway, so <laughs> the scenario here is if someone were to give you money to grow your podcast, how would you use it? And I find it fascinating that this question was asked in a podcast community that I'm a part of, and I was drooling over the answers. Y'all, because this this is just what I do, okay? I'm just super, super geeky about all this stuff, right? So I'm like, oh my gosh, these are so good. And I was so proud of all of the answers because I didn't see any where people were like leaving snarky comments or saying unhelpful things, like the things that people were saying like as a marketer, I'm like, yes, 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 you have the right idea. You're going in the right direction. But I wanted to share with you a few of their answers and then what 
like if I were just given, you know, a bag of cash, which by the way, we always see these in movies. (laughs) I'm thinking about the movie The Mask with Jim Carrey. You know what I'm talking about, right? We have been watching this with the kids recently and I'm just like, oh, it still holds up, y'all. Cameron Diaz, she's just a fireball in this movie. And I'm just like imagining, you know, Jim Carrey with his green mask on and he's just, he has a bag of cash and then he stashes it in his closet like what in the world like who would actually give you a bag of cash and you not raise a whole bunch of questions okay so let's pretend someone Venmo like let's let's bring it up to 2021 right that was in the 90s now we're in 2021 someone Venmos you a whole bunch of money and says here I would happily love for you to invest a lot of this in your podcast what would you do that's where we're going with this. So some of the answers in the community that like where the question was originally posed was a lot of people said they would reinvest in their podcast. And that's still a very broad answer. So I really appreciated the way that other people were saying, oh man, like this is um, specifically how I would use it. And one of them was somebody said, I'd pay a video editor And I think that that's probably a good indication that they are doing a video podcast or maybe they want to take snippets of their show, like maybe they record on Zoom, maybe they do a Facebook Live, like maybe there's a live component and they would want a video editor to trim down and create clips of the video that they created. I think that's a fantastic way to invest some of your money. But now let's throw another piece like on top of this. And I'm going to say, what if someone were to give you a thousand dollars, like a more specific amount of money instead of just what if someone gave you money? Well, someone could give you 20 bucks and you're like, uh, I'm gonna go down to Starbucks, get a coffee and a snack. And that's probably going to be around 20 bucks, right? Oh, it's so expensive. I really don't go very often. I'll go if I get a gift card, but it's just too expensive. I'm too cheap. You know, if you've been around here, you know, I only go to Starbucks if I get a gift card or if I'm like, you know, it's like, hey, once a month, it's a little treat to myself, but uh, it's expensive. So let's go back to, we're not just saying a like, we don't know the amount of money. Someone's giving you $1,000. How would you invest that? Well, for a video editor, depending on what they're doing for you, I mean, this could mean a few YouTube videos. This could mean some clips for like a month or two, but it would just depend on their expertise and what exactly they're doing, okay? So I just kind of want to set the scene. If no one's ever worked with a video editor, I had a, what they call a sizzle reel, right? It's where like you take clips from different experiences or what you're doing. I had a sizzle reel created for me by a friend of mine who like, he was a childhood friend. He was trying to get into video editing and he asked uh, like, Hey, you know, do you have any projects? I was like, yeah, actually I'd love for you to create something that could go with my podcast journey. And I'll actually link to it in the show notes. It's a few years old. It's actually before I, um, really started rebranding to the profit podcast and everything you see here today but um, I think I paid, it was under $200, I know that. Um, but if if I were asking someone to do that today, I think that it would be a lot more expensive. It was, I think it was under a three-minute clip that he created for me. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was close to $200, I remember. And he was just getting started. So, I mean, a video editor could be totally across the spectrum on how much money you would pay. 
So another uh, suggestion that people had was, well, what if I upgraded, what if you upgraded your equipment? Again, this is one of those things. If someone hands you $1,000, I would hope that you wouldn't go and spend the entire $1,000 on just your equipment. Because while I do believe that equipment is important, where you're recording, your environment, like all those things are super important, but I wouldn't want to see you invest all of your money in upgrading your equipment because, I mean, you could record on your phone. You've heard me say this before. You could literally record on your phone and you could outsource a whole bunch of other tasks and things that need to be done for your podcast in lieu of just upgrading your equipment. But if you're like, man, my equipment sucks. I've had this, you know, this, I've been recording in this environment. It's not working well. I need to get some panels or man, I'd love to have a boom arm. I always have to hold my microphone, like whatever it is for you. I think that upgrading your equipment could be a fantastic way to spend your money, but I don't suggest spending all of your money in your equipment because at the end of the day, if your content is crap, like, (laughs) hear me out now, okay? If your content sucks and no one's gonna listen to it anyway, buying a fancy microphone will not solve your problem, okay? Like, that's just a little tough love. If what you're creating is not good content, having a $500 microphone is not gonna change anything for you. So just a little tough love. You know who I'm talking to. If you know your content's terrible, but you've been looking at upgrading all of your equipment, which I don't really think it's gonna be anybody here anyway, because if you heard that, you probably already turned this off and you're like, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. And I'm gonna say, okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's okay. But the other suggestion that I saw that was really good was hiring a social media manager. Now, when I, and I saw this in the thread multiple times and I thought, well, just hiring anybody, period, not even just a social media manager, a virtual assistant or someone that could help you in different aspects of your podcasting journey, man, that would be a fantastic way to spend your $1,000. If you had $1,000, then I would recommend hiring someone on your team that was really good at doing what they do, but they can actually turn around the product in a shorter amount of time. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, I would rather pay someone 35, 50 bucks an hour and only have to pay them for a few hours for a week's worth, you know, like a week's worth of their time, as opposed to hiring someone that's a lot cheaper, but it's gonna take me 10 times more time to train them and walk them through all the different things. I have just, in my experience of hiring freelancers and project managers and assistants to come on in my business and help me, I would much rather pay someone a higher rate and get the job done faster than paying someone a lower wage. And then I'm going to be the one actually doing a lot of the work because I have to walk them through everything. So that's my two cents on hiring people, whether they're freelancers or someone that's going to be in your podcast, in your business on a regular basis. I just recommend doing it really smart and budget it out. Y'all, if, if you've been around here, you know, I'm a huge fan of budgeting my time, budgeting my dollars, like the way that I create my content, like everything. There's a budget for everything. And if I had a $1,000 that someone handed to me and say, 
You have to decide how you're going to spend this today in the next 24 hours. I know that hiring out, outsourcing something, whether it's to a software or to an actual person who's going to come in and do some things in my business would be probably a good chunk of what I would do. Y'all, I love a good software. I'm not gonna lie. I love I love my transcription softwares. I love my editing software. I love just, I mean, I most of my expenses every single month are in software. And I consider those to be part of my team. And that might sound silly, but, and it's almost like you're working with AI, like a robot or something like that. But I mean, Calendly does my scheduling for me. Hindenburg helps me with my editing. Buzzsprout helps me with leveling my auto uh, audio because I have magic mastering. Like there's a lot of behind the scenes tools that I use that 100% help me in my business. Zapier or Zapier, however, there's there's different different ways that you can say that. That helps me in doing tasks behind the scenes. And we can get into that. Like, I mean, we talked in the last episode of like, if I were starting today, what softwares and tools I would use. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. Um, Zapier is actually one of those that I didn't really talk about because it's more like, let's get in the weeds of like what actually happens behind the scenes. It's very techy. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there. It's a lot more technical than someone who is just beginning, but it is a way that I would invest um, in software and technology or someone to actually help me with the podcast and in my business. I am pleasantly surprised, Crystal. I expected a typical company tutorial. I was so happy to see you doing a show and tell. Thank you. This is a testimony from Kathy, who is one of our Profit Podcasting students. She left this comment about one of our tech library tutorials. Yes, if you are part of Profit Podcasting, I do walkthroughs, step-by-steps of how I actually edit my podcast every single week. We have some fantastic tutorials. So if technology is the thing holding you back from starting your podcast, Profit Podcasting would be perfect for you. Go to crystalprofit.com forward slash course to learn more. And we would love to welcome you into the program that has helped hundreds of podcasters get their show up and running in less than 30 days. So again, go to crystalprofit.com forward slash course. Okay, let's get back to the episode. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Okay, moving on. Some of the other answers that I saw that were so good, and um, some of these I've tried, some of these I'm looking into, and some of these I will not touch with a 10-foot pole, is advertising. So advertising and marketing 
are very similar. I don't want to say they're the same thing because they're not. And the reason why I say that is because I have a marketing degree, right? I went to school for marketing. I did not go to school for advertising. And I believe that advertising and communications, journalism, like media, PR, like they are not the same thing as marketing. Marketing is selling your product, whether your product is a podcast and you're selling, I'm doing that in air quotes, you're selling is getting people to listen to them. That is marketing. Advertising is getting your product in front of other people by way of means of actually paying to get it out there. So Facebook ads, that's Facebook advertising, right? So Facebook marketing would be just you talking about your podcast, selling your podcast to potential listeners, but that could be organic. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's paid unless you get into the ad space. I know, I need to not go on tangents about marketing and advertising and all the things, but I can tell you right now, being part of a marketing team, if you've ever worked in a marketing department, there's a very big difference between the people behind the scenes who are like, creating presentations and the people who are actually selling and doing like the sales calls and doing leads and all that jazz. Okay. So we'll, we'll do that another day. (laughs) We will do that another day. But I saw people mentioning Spotify ads, Facebook ads, advertising, and having people, um, do media and marketing on their team. And I thought this is a great place to invest your money. Now, I will say I have seen some really spammy stuff out there, and this is where I was saying like there's some of these I would never try, and that is trying to get you to write an article or be featured in a big publisher like Forbes or Entrepreneur Magazine, and I've seen people saying like, oh, if you just pay us $500, we'll feature you, and you can have that as seen on sticker for your website and you can put that you were in Forbes or you were an entrepreneur. And I'm like, ooh, it's so clickbaity. It's so spammy. And I'm like, please do not do this. So if you've seen these, I don't think that it's gonna be good for you, for your website, for your podcast and for your dollars, right? If you got $1,000 and someone's like, hey, give me 500 of it and I can probably get you on one of these big publication sites, I don't recommend it. There are other ways to get in front of the media, do some PR for your podcast besides paying for it. Okay, I have done some PR in the past. I've been on TV a few times and I never paid for it. I never paid to be on TV. I've never paid to get featured on someone else's website. So that's just like my like red alert, red alert, don't let this happen. Like all the all the alarms and whistles are going off saying don't fall for it because it is a trap and I do not agree with it. So don't, if someone messages you, and this has happened, I feel like a lot more in the last two years that now my podcast is like up and running. I have gotten a lot more people reaching out to me. So if you're a brand new podcaster and this hasn't happened to you yet, all you seasoned podcasters, you're nodding along. You're like, yep, I've had people reaching out to me. And you get excited at first because you're like, oh my gosh, it's validation. Like someone loves my show and they want to be featured in it and they want to do this and want to do that. Like be very careful about the emails that you get from it's unsolicited emails. 
And I mean, usually like Gmail on my end, that's what I use, is like really good about putting it in spam and I never see it. But I will still get emails about, hey, you should do this and we could do this for you. And it's only like, you know, you get to the bottom line. I'm like, I've wasted time reading this email. And oh, it was just someone spamming me, trying to get me to pay to do something. And I'm like, uh, no, deleted, done with it. Not even gonna look at, like, it's not on my radar anymore. I'm moving on with my life. But just be aware that as your podcast gets up and running and as more people are interested in podcasting, it's likely that you will start receiving these kinds of emails. I've gotten ones from uh, people saying they want to redo my website, people telling me, and by the way, if this is your business model, please don't tell people that their social media sucks or that their website's terrible. Like, come on, like this, this is just like plain marketing right here. Don't tell someone that their stuff is awful just to give like get into the sales pitch. Like, you know what? I noticed that your SEO optimization could be so much better because it's really not good. But if you hire me, I would be fantastic. I don't know. Maybe that works for some other people, but it pisses me off. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't typically get a little ranty, but that just really grinds my gears when people are like, you suck. But if you hire me, I will make you fantastic. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. So we talked about advertising and marketing. I have done Facebook and Instagram ads for my business, but I don't recommend them for just getting your podcast in front of new listeners. Um, I actually, if you go listen to Buzzcast, um, and this is a fantastic podcast. Anyway, by the time this episode airs, you will actually be able to go and listen. I did a takeover episode of Buzzcast. So this is one of Buzzsprout's podcasts. And me and Carrie Ann and Jordan, who you know, if you listen to this show, they've been on here. We did a podcast takeover of Buzzcast, which was so fun. But so I'll link to that in the show notes. You'll have to go listen to it. Oh my gosh, it was so silly, so fun. And I, I hope that they let us back. <laughs> they may have kicked us out of the Buzzsprout Creator Program forever. I don't know. I'll have to update you and let you know. But they have talked many times on their show that they have advertised their podcast on other platform players. So while I think Instagram ads and Facebook ads, Google ads are great for your products and maybe your business, it may not be the best place to advertise your podcast. So let me say that again. Facebook, Instagram, and Google AdSense, like YouTube, Google, all those, could be fantastic for your business and your products, whatever you're selling, but it's not necessarily the best place to advertise for your podcast. And the reason why is you may be wasting your ad dollars on Facebook and Instagram because you're getting your message in front of people that don't listen to podcasts. Maybe some of them do. Maybe a good chunk of the, like the majority of people that you're getting in front of, maybe they do. But when you advertise on a platform like Spotify, like Overcast, like different places like that, then you are in front of podcast listeners. There is a captive audience already there consuming podcast content. So why not play around with ads? This is actually something I'm going to be looking at over the next few weeks, the next few months is advertising more on podcast players to get my show in front of a new audience. Because I feel like between a, a few of the companies and partners that I'm affiliated with, I feel like 
it's a really saturated market and I want to get out and like I want to break free and get in front of a brand new audience and I'm going to do that by advertising on some podcast platforms. But like I said, I don't recommend doing all social media for your podcast because on the podcast players, there's people already listening. Your conversion of having someone click on your show and listen to it is a lot like the conversion rate's gonna be a lot higher than if you were just in front of people on Instagram and Facebook and you're like, I hope that they listen to podcasts. I don't really know if they do or not, but we're gonna try. I don't recommend that. So that's really all I have for y'all. So if someone were to give you $1,000 to grow your podcast, in a nutshell, what I saw over and over again and where I would recommend you um, investing your money is in your equipment, if you just have a really crappy microphone or you're like, man, I've seen people that have boom arms and those would be super cool to have a swizzle microphone that I can just push out of the way when I don't need it anymore, maybe it's time to upgrade your equipment and that would be a really cool way to spend your money. But then I would recommend hiring someone on your team, whether it's a virtual assistant, a, an editor that can edit your podcast and have it turned around really fast, uh, someone to help you with your content, your social media, someone to create graphics, videos, like all those things. I am all for it. I love the fact uh, that you can outsource so many different pieces of your podcasting journey without outsourcing everything right? Because you're still going to be the one recording the show. You're going to be the one behind the microphone. But if you hate creating graphics, outsource that to someone that loves it. Or you hate doing show notes, which I know a lot of you do. You tell me your hatred of show notes. I know that this is a real thing. There is someone out there that loves to be in WordPress and loves to create stuff. Let them do it. Like outsource that to someone else. And then I recommend looking into advertising and marketing your show. Like I said, that could be actual advertising on different podcast players. It could be Facebook ads, but I would recommend doing your products and services on Facebook as opposed to just trying to get new listeners. And I've thought about doing like some kind of ads workshop for, you know, oh, you could create an ad to send people to your podcast. And of those people, you could do a retargeting ad to your product or your service. But I'm just going to be really honest with y'all. I don't want to touch any kind of Facebook or Instagram ads with a 10-foot pole as far as creating a product around it because it changes so often. I mean, I've been dabbling in ads for three years and it has changed, I'm not joking, at least 10 times between the interface, how you operate in there, what you do, how you create things. Like it changes all the time. And I'm like, mm -mm, nope, nope. So I will share my experiences here with you, but I will not be teaching ads anytime soon. Okay, that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. So I wanna know if you were given $1,000, how would you use it? If, you, if someone said, here, I Venmoed you a thousand bucks, go spend it on your podcast however you want to, what would you do with it? I'm really curious. So I want you to reach out in our Facebook group and tell me there's going to be a post in there where we're going to talk about it. But I really, really want to know how would you invest a thousand dollars to help you grow your podcast? So reach out and tell me, actually take a screenshot wherever you're listening to this, take a screenshot tag me in it and say, I would spend my $1,000 on 
and tell me what it is. I'm so curious to know. I'm, I'm excited to hear what your thoughts are and where you would spend your money. But that's all I have for you today. So go check out the show notes, crystalprofit.com, episode 262, to check out all the things we talked about. I'm actually, I'm just so curious to see how other people would spend their money if you had $1,000 to grow your podcast. But that's all I have for y'all today. I hope that you have a fantastic day wherever you are in your podcast journey. And as always, remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere.